Welcome to the Situation Report. For July 18th, 2023, it's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. You're seeing an uptick in communication, video, memes about UFOs. And I, I want to remind everybody that, first of all, there's no good actors in our government whatsoever. They have no incentive to release any information. And then I want you to imagine the most powerful technology on the planet in the hands of your arch enemy. And then imagine what they would do with that. Because for all intended purposes, this is the same as Nasera and Jacera, that whole argument that Clinton was trying to release all this information and 9-11 was was perpetrated to cover it up. The bankers that control the world have no incentive whatsoever to reset the system and do a debt jubilee and wipe out everybody's debts and get every, give everybody billions of dollars. They have no incentive to do that. They have no they have no moral obligation. They have no they have no religious belief system that would let them or even lead them to that decision. The same applies with this UFO conversation. And this UFO conversation is growing in an intensity. Now, Sean Ryan doing a three-part series after Stephen Greer. Let's just clear up the air on Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer is funded and was funded from the very beginning by David Rockefeller. Plus, he's an insufferable asshole. The premise that he's using is that there's these secret off-the-books programs that are conducted by defense contractors that have built, deployed, and managed all of these super technologies, as well as anti-gravitic drives, spaceships, et cetera, et cetera. Now, nobody really knows what the ground truth is related to uh, the U.S. government or non-U.S. government entities' involvement in UFOs. Everybody says that they know. Greer says he's got all these eyewitness accounts and documents, etc. It stands to reason that the U.S. government has recovered downed alien craft. It stands to reason that governments across the world have recovered downed alien craft over the last 200 years. What they've done with them their ability to do something with them, that's a whole different story. The narrative around the Nazis creating UFOs during World War II with the help of these, these uh, uh, different races, I don't know the validity of that. I know this. I know that there were technologies back way back when, when I was a lieutenant working, working programs that will never see the light of day that were very advanced for 30 years ago, and I'm sure they're even more advanced now. But they weren't operationalized back then. They were just a, they were just in R&D phase. And it was some cool stuff. But that said, what's the incentive for the government to take over this technology now? And why now? Why would you do that now? 
I mean, this if you look if you look at the the messaging around this, the whole theme and messaging is that the U.S. government is trying to repatriate this technology from defense contractors, and they've given them X amount of time to turn over this technology. Do you really want Mark Milley or Lloyd Austin controlling highly advanced spacecraft? Would you really want them controlling highly advanced weapons? If this technology really exists, if this technology is really controlled by defense contractors in the U.S. government, this stuff has the ability to bend space and time, which means you can travel back in time and change history. Again, imagine the most advanced technology in the hands of your arch enemy, and then you can make the leap of just how bad that would be. Which would explain if Sean David Morton's right, which to be honest about Sean David Morton, I like Sean. He's a great guy. I've had so many conversations with him. He's he's a great guy. But again, he doesn't know what he has. And whatever he has, they don't want him to put out because what he's what he and and just so you understand Sean David Morton's deal, he's he was affiliated with a number of TV shows um, back in um, the 80s, Hard Copy and, and a few others. And he was he literally wrote the, the screenplay or the story for X-Files. And he gave him the idea for the show, et cetera. At some point, he was approached by some somebody from Area 51 and, and given access to this guy's memoirs. And that's where he came up, supposedly came up with the unified field theory. Now, do I think that's true? Absolutely. Because literally the day before he published his first book, Sands of Time, two FBI agents showed up at his house and said, if you publish this book, you're going to prison. He published the book and he went to prison for tax evasion or something, something stupid. And he has been in that system for almost four years. And they are still messing with him today that is literally the definition of somebody who has information that they don't know what they have and they haven't released it yet because the figure i heard for somebody to get smoked is if you're 80 percent correct 80 percent over target you get smoked if you're 50 percent over target where they could go either way they leave you alone he's got to be somewhere around 70 percent over target because they let him out of jail and then they brought him back and then they messed with him the whole time he was in jail. And now he's got cancer because of his trip back to jail. And there was no rhyme or reason for him to go back to jail. He didn't do anything wrong. That should tell you when that, when they keep you in the system, normally they throw you in that system. They forget about you. They give you a parole officer and they forget about you. But he literally was in the system and is still in the system and still being messed with by people in the system, which is, which only happens if you have something they don't want you to release. In every case, it says he doesn't know what he has. And I'm sure he's got information about whatever technology has been released. Now, one of the things he talks about, and again, there's no evidence for any of this stuff. There's no, there's no, I mean, Gary McKinnon, 
who did the who did the initial hack back in the 80s and found all those terrestrial and non-terrestrial officers on a spreadsheet that's about as close as you can come to identifying that there's a secret space force and let's say for for argument's sake we do have a secret space force but it's not controlled by the US government it's controlled by a party outside the government the question becomes why would you do that i can tell you exactly why you would do that you would do that because you would want to vet everybody in that program so that that high tech that that super high technology is not used by the wrong people for the wrong purposes and it has a very specific mission i can't imagine the clintons in charge of a secret space program they would do irreparable damage to our timeline they would do irreparable damage to this planet and remember all of these elite are addicted to children if if the sean ryan interview with i can't even think of the guy's name now off the top of my head with michael Michael Herrera, if Michael Herrera is, is true and they're trafficking humans, then that lends credence to something that Sean David Morton said, and that is, and, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate right now because we're in a time period right now where everything we see is an illusion. Everything we see is a lie, and I I will just be straight up and say that I think everything related to the Sean Ryan interviews and Stephen Greer is a lie. It's a misdirection. It's a lie. And it's just to divert your attention away from the shit show that is Iraq or is Ukraine and is the administration. There are, there are too many things. And here's the other thing, too. Everybody else that's talked about this stuff on YouTube has been thrown off. Why is Sean Ryan special? He's able to talk about this stuff, other stuff, human trafficking. He's got an interview with Jim Caviezel. Now, if the establishment was really against the Sound of Freedom, why would he be on the Sean Ryan show talking about the Sound of Freedom? It would be banned immediately. You have to think about all of those factors. And then this whole relationship between Carlos Slim and and the Sound of Freedom and other donors that are affiliated with the Clinton Foundation. This is this has the same, this literally has the same scent on it as the Sound of Freedom. Now, the human trafficking portion of this is where I started with this is this goes back to what Sean David Morton was saying about the uh, the ISO protocol that was put in place in 1950 or 51 under Eisenhower. Evidently, supposedly, Eisenhower signed a treaty with gray aliens that basically allowed them to harvest humans. This could be a part of that. Who knows? Would they be using high technology to traffic children? Or traffic humans? Boy, that's a tall order. I mean, it's possible. And is it probable? I don't know. I can tell you what I wouldn't be doing. If I had this kind of technology, the last thing I'd be doing is trafficking humans. I'd be out exploring. 
I'd be establishing bases. I would be, I would be monitoring our solar system. I would be tracking down what the, what the, uh, what's in orbit around our planet, because there are satellites in orbit around our planet that um, are not U.S. or they're not um, human-made. Two of them, the Dark Knight's one of them, and then there's the question around. You know what else is out there? According to Sean, the 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 space is not is not as nice as we think it is, and what's out there is way worse than what's here. And who knows what's real? The point of all of this is, why would they use this advanced technology to traffic humans unless they're trafficking humans to barter for other technologies? Now, that would be the only reason I could see it. You take people from natural disasters who wouldn't be missing anyway and list them as missing, then you can trade them off to aliens for genetic research or whatever. That would be a plausible, at least in my mind, that would be plausible. But that would be the only thing. And would would it make sense that these guys have super highly trained people? Absolutely. But you have to fund operations somehow. But I can see why they would not give this to a government. I, I sure as fuck wouldn't give it to a government. Can you imagine Saddam Hussein with this technology? Or worse, Joseph Stalin, if he was still alive? Or Hitler? That's literally what you're liking this to. And that's massively dangerous. Massively dangerous. Because in every instance, it ends badly for humanity. Imagine Xi Jinping with this technology. Or most of the pedophiles in Europe with this technology. They can go forward or backward in time and adjust the timeline. They can go forward in time and see what happens, see how things turn out. Multiple times. They don't even have to change anything. They can go forward and take notes to see how things turn out so they always know how the clock ends. Why would you want that technology in their hands? You would want that in the hands of people that were highly ethical, highly disciplined, and that's a relative term anyway. So that's why I don't buy Stephen Greer's story. That's why I don't trust Stephen Greer. That's why I don't listen to Stephen Greer. Because he's funded by the very same people that have been doing human trafficking for over 200 years in this country, among other countries. And the Clintons have used the Clinton Foundation. It's a, it's a vast conspiracy of tra trafficking children, all, all parts of the planet. And they have, they have literally turned over governments to allow them to traffic children. Do you really want that technology in their hands? Because that's literally whose hands it would be in. And then how credible is, is Sean Ryan now where he's doing these shows on YouTube and he's not being censored? I mean, talk about misinformation. You don't think that, that YouTube would censor that? There's, the, there's a myriad of things that you can look at that are red flags associated with this. Now, the next thing that comes to mind is this whole Project Bluebeam, where they're going to stage an alien invasion and they're they're going to, you know, try and instill a one world government. That could happen, too. At this point, after COVID, the only thing that hasn't happened is alien invasion. So everything's on the table right now. 
But to me, like the coup in Russia, like the situation on the ground in Ukraine, like the money laundering that was done through FDX, everything is an illusion. Right down to the people talking about the experiences they had are an illusion. Because if you if you look at yet another red flag with this Michael Herrera guy, he went in front of a went in front of Congress, signed an NDA, and now is on Chun Ryan talking about it. That voids his NDA, voids any protection he gets too. And I don't know. Uh, um, I, I I just again I look at these things because I. When back in 2017, when all the Q stuff came around, I dug into all the Q. The, I read all the Q posts all the way through. I sat and, and watched some of these people trying to do the decode stuff. I went and looked at all the different rabbit holes that people went down as soon as there was Q drops. Then I looked at the UFO community and the clown show that that's become. Then I looked at a number of the players in the UFO community. And that whole that whole band of misfits, like you have Linda Moulton Howe, you have Tracy or uh, you have uh, uh, David Wilcock, you have Corey Good, you have Stephen Greer, and you have a host of others that are in that in that um, genre, that community. Corey Good, David Wilcock, completely full of shit, and then Linda Moulton Howe, completely full of shit. Uh, you only have to watch one or two videos where she's putting these 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 guys on on camera and saying these guys are legit. Where you're like, this is why the community gets such a bad name because you don't vet anyone, and there's no there's never any there's never any video evidence or or picture evidence of any of the things they're talking about. Like one of my favorite stories that still cracks me up today was back in 2019 or 2018. Linda Moulton Howe had this guy named Ops One. He was a special forces operator that he escorted the scientist into an alien pyramid under the ice in Antarctica. And the guy didn't want to come out. So he left the guy there, but there's a, there's an alien ship that's under the ice in Antarctica that this guy is down there investigating by himself. Like really, really? As she's sitting there with her cats, crazy cat lady is telling me that Ops One is escorting this super secret scientist in a spaceship by himself with a scientist by himself to discover its secrets. Does that sound an awful lot like the thing to you? I mean, it's that kind of it's that kind of crap that makes this stuff unbelievable. It's that kind of crap that makes people, you know, easily discredit the whole community. And then you got Corey Good, who's trying to patent the name Secret Space Force. And you wonder why he he gets such a bad rap. because he's a clown. That's why. And he's always got some court case going on because everybody's called out his BS. And, you know, I've never really paid much attention to that entire community anyway, because I'm a tangible guy. I'm one of those people that if I can't see it and touch it, it's not fucking real. And until I can see it and touch it, it's not fucking real. No matter what you say, 
how many pictures you give me until it's right in front of me, it's not fucking real. Because I've seen so many illusions over the years that were massively credible, that looked real, that were complete BS. And I know how easy it is for the government, as well as intelligence agencies and other organizations within our government that don't have names to be able to create these entire fabrications and sell it to the public and the public eats it up. I know how that works. And I don't have any illusion that this is any different, especially when you consider the fact that all of a sudden in 2023, after all the stuff that this country's been through, these guys are coming out and all of a sudden they're credible. And then the U.S. government, the only thing Joe Biden passes in the last three years that wasn't a complete pile of dog shit is a bill to bring in all this technology to the federal government under the most corrupt government in the history of this country. Yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah, I'm buying it. It's the discernment that I'm trying to get everyone to realize that this, this illusion that you're being fed is you're going to see more and more and more of it. And this is how it works. You come up with a big fat claim, then you have a bunch of talking points below it, and then you bring on more and more people to, to build the body of evidence so the public buys into the narrative. It's influencing operations. They're trying to influence you that it wasn't the federal government operating this in the background. No, this was a rogue set of actors that were that were given the technology to mass produce that went off the reservation and they went off the reservation on their own accord. And they, they created this breakaway civilization or whatever the narrative is right now. The narrative is these are off the books programs that are completely uncontrolled by the government and we need the government to control them. It's like the, it's like the meme that's floating around of Tim Ballard, where he says you should micro microchip your children. Is there any validity to that? Is anybody even validated he's even said that or even supported that kind of technology? No, but this is the same kind of a deal. The memes floating around, everybody buys into the meme, but nobody stops to take a second to ask the critical question. And the critical question is, how plausible is this really? And why now? No one asks those questions. They just run down the road like this shit is real. It's, it's the same thing with the Q stuff. It's a definition, a classic psyop. They want you, they want to create a religion out of this so you believe it wholeheartedly and you're fighting against other people in the religion. And guess what? Yet another distraction for the American people. While they continue to destroy our rail system, while they can continue to destroy our power grid, while they continue to run the strategic oil supply out, while they continue to devalue the dollar, this is all distraction, folks. That's all it is. That's all it's ever been. This is never going to turn into anything. The people that control this technology and whatever technology exists, they have no incentive to share it with the rest of the world. And why would they? You're, you've already seen time and time again a classic example after classic example after classic example of these rich elitists in the, in the banking system that do not give two shits about the American public. These people have enriched themselves. Morgan Stanley embroiled in a controversy with Epstein, 
made $74 billion last quarter. Does that sound like a payoff to you? All of a sudden, the charges go away and they're profitable when no one else in the industry is profitable. And Jamie Dimon is, is completely exonerated of any charges. Does that sound like a payoff to you? They negotiated on the back end for some kind of a, a digital currency so they could save your, they could save Blackwater, and he went along with it because they paid him yet more money. Do you think that guy has any incentive whatsoever to share this kind of technology if he had possession of it? That's the question that people never ask. What's their incentive? If you can figure out somebody's motivation, you can figure out what their intent is. You're, you can figure out what their what their plan is. And right now, the motivation is distract, 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 distract. Do I think China's behind this? No, I don't. Not this time. Because if I had this technology, China would never fucking see this technology. They would see it. They, the only way they'd see it is if I was standing in front of them with a muzzle and I was saying, look for the flash. That's the only way those motherfuckers would see it. And then there's the question about what is the technology? Because if you released a power system, anti-gravitic, and some of these other technologies, at least 14 different industries just in the U.S., would cease to exist overnight. Home building ceased to exist. Trucking ceased to exist. Utilities ceased to exist. Because you've just rendered all of those obsolete in a nanosecond. If you have the ability to power the planet without any destruction, because it, it when you power lines... It destroys the lines to power those lines. It, it takes an immense amount of resources to send power across this country and a ton of upkeep. If you rendered that obsolete overnight and you could power the entire planet, there's 10 industries right there completely obsolete. And then you've just autonomized all the power usage so that you could build these autonomous factories in the middle of nowhere Stack them with AI and with robots, and nobody would ever know you were producing anything. Then the anti-gravitics would just destroy the entire car industry and automobiles as we know them today, overnight. And then if there's teleportation, if they can teleport, which supposedly they can with this technology, then you don't need buses, mass transit, or anything else. You teleport. And you don't need a pad to do it. You just teleport from point to point. If any of the stuff I've read is true, any of it, just two of these technologies would revolutionize the entire planet in a way that people don't even realize. And that's that's why it's so important to ask these questions. Why would they share this? Why would they destroy all these industries overnight? I mean, you listen to some of these guys talk and they're like, the world's going to go into this golden age where we're going to have all these technologies and everybody's just going to get along. It's just going to be wonderful. Really? 
You're talking about the most intense evil this planet has seen in 1,000 years, conglomerated at the top 1%. And that top 1% is magically going to release all this technology to the world when they're trying to instill a, a technocratic tyranny on the entire planet with the help of China? Really? What possible incentive would they have to release that technology? What possible incentive would they have to share that technology with anyone outside of themselves? In fact, the best thing we could hope for is that they all get on a ship and go to a different planet and they can bugger each other until eternity and live forever, buggering each other and doing whatever they want to do. Because then we could build something here that truly was remarkable. But that's what you're dealing with. And, and that's the questions you got to ask with this stuff. The reason why it's being posted to the channel is we're seeing more and more of it. And my admins know enough to know that this tech, this, this narrative is generating more and more, you know, public interest. And I'm telling you, this is all an illusion. Every bit of it. It's all a sideshow. There's, to me, there's no part of this that is even remotely real. Not one piece. And I could be wrong. I doubt it, but I could be wrong. And I would love to be wrong, but I don't think so. This the the thing is is that these kinds of stories don't they they just don't grow out of the news cycle because they've been they've been literally um brought out of the news cycle many many times so it, it's it's a situation where you look at it from from the perspective of what's the likelihood this would come out of a normal news cycle and i can tell you that it's very very small the press has suppressed this for almost 50 or 70 years they've they've they have literally spent 70 years discrediting anybody who pushed any information about this out. And then all of a sudden, these whistleblowers are getting protection from the same people that were trying to suppress this. I mean, you had the Air Force with Project Blue Book that all they tried to do was discredit every single credible eyewitness account. Why would they do that now? Why would they allow this to come out now? Why would they share that technology now? What is different now than, twin, than 10 or 20 years ago? Those are the questions you should be asking. Don't take anything at face value. Don't believe anything. It's all a fucking illusion. And there is literally no incentive to believe anything they, they tell you. Like I said yesterday, you want to deal with China appropriately? Start from the premise that China is trying to destroy the United States and then work your way out from there. Assume all of this is an illusion and a lie and then work your way out. It's uncredible until it's proven credible beyond a shadow of a doubt, meaning you can feel and touch the fucking spacecraft. Until then, it's a lie. All of it without exception and all the players propagating it are paid actors that's how i look at this
and I'm not going to change the way I look at it. And I think that Sean David Morton knows something, but I don't know what he knows. And until he can prove that he knows what he knows, and that's that proof of something shows up at my doorstep, sorry, I don't buy the narrative. It's just a good story. And if 1% of what he's saying is true, then it's revolutionary. If 80% of what he's saying is true, is really true, he's dead. There's no in-between here. And I've been around the block enough to know that when somebody knows too much and they become a liability, they become dead. So that's the other question about Stephen Greer. If this guy, this motherfucker knows that much, then why isn't he dead? It's not like he's a, you know, he's a, he's a, um, personality that people are going to miss he's an insufferable asshole so the question really becomes and at the end of the day is really about why now why would they release this now what are they trying to prep the public for is it some because think about it they have no incentive to release this technology on their best day and if they're going to do it now then it means there's something going along with it or worse I mean, the word there's, there's anytime you deal with an addict, which is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a bunch of addicts that are addicted to children and drugs and alcohol and God knows what else. It's always way worse when you find out what they've really been doing than you thought initially, which leads me to believe this is way worse than we ever thought. And we're just, we're, they're just now trying to tell us the way worse so that it doesn't seem so bad. But I assume it's mostly bad, technically mostly bad, which means everything they tell us is sketchy as fuck. There's not one piece of this that's going to be good for humanity. It's going to be a whole bunch of horrific things that they've done in the background for the sake of humanity and acquiring technology. It's not going to be like Stargate, where they go off planet, they do good guy stuff with the moral code. No. This is going to be we sold, bartered, hacked human beings to aliens so we could get technology. And oh, by the way, the aliens own us now. That that would be a worst case scenario. But would it be probable with this group? Absolutely. Because we're dealing with the children of the children of the children of the children of the original founders of the banking control system that we now live under, which means... Like any any clone, you make a copy of a copy of a copy, and they get dumber and dumber over time, which means the dipshits that, that are in charge right now, like Soros' son, who's about as smart as a fucking rusty hammer, that's who's running the show. You could, you could just assume that it's way worse. Imagine Hunter Biden working with aliens on behalf of the, uh, of the planet. Imagine how badly that would go. And then you have your answer of why you need to be skeptical of this because the politics we have on this planet, we can, we cannot take off planet. And that's, that's why you should be questioning everything you see related to this topic until they can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's true. And the intent is pure, which there is no such thing when you're talking about human being, especially human beings that are addicted to power. Think about that. 
as you go through the next few weeks, because we're going to see more and more BS illusions. And I'm going to end tonight with some uh, today with some ACDC, who made who, because it sounds, you know, pretty much right in line with what we're seeing. And I think that uh, you're going to see some crazy things over the next few weeks. Question everything. Don't take anything at face value. Don't accept anything until you see unequivocal proof. God bless. One team, one fight. No surrender, no fear.